Hey everyone, welcome back to Prideful Combo Podcast and we are your hosts Kay and Christy. Of course you guys already know that we are currently still in the mix of our two um, two series episode here with Black and Latino Upbringing, so that's what we will be doing today. If you haven't already done so, feel free to check back on Christy's personal experience on her Latino upbringing and how her life was different from... Um, you know, what she thought was the norm. Today we'll be discussing black upbringings and how Kay, which is me, um, how I felt like my upbringing was and how it can either differ or be similar or what I thought it was going to be versus not. Tune in right now. Welcome back, everyone. (sighs) All right. Alright, alright, alright. Today is March 15th. We are already halfway through the month. That's so crazy. That is crazy. Months are going by so quick. Yeah, the time so quick. the time changed too. Like we, we lost we lost the well, we lost the hours sleep. Like hours yep. sleep. And you then, don't even be feeling it. Yeah, well I I feel it. The, you feel it? The day's been they've been flying by real quick. They really do. Alright. Today we are talking about Kay, which is me. (laughs) We're talking about my upbringings in this uh, two series episode of Black and Latino Upbringings and how I feel things are a little different with uh, African Americans as Chrissy got to share her personal experience. About two weeks ago um, was our last series episode. We took a little break, um, but we are back on track now every Tuesday. And of course, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Prideful Convo Podcast to get updates. And of course, to follow us on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, and Anchor if you have the link. But yeah, we can get into the into the nitty gritty. I don't really have too much to say. I mean, my upbringing was it was decent. You know, I feel like black families don't really uh, they don't listen to their kids, man. Black black parents don't know how to accept that their kids are allowed to have emotion and allow hurt and allow pain. That's just what it is, and that's just the truth, and that's just being being real, just from experiences. I feel like black people kind of, or I'll say, you know, the the older people in, in black families families is a problem. Like the parents of like older generations, like they want everything to be traditional, and, and they expect life to go as they say and as they please, and that's just not how life works. And personally, you know, my for my for me, you know got, you know, sexually abused and sexually assaulted by a family member, you know? Let's talk about that. But, oh, we're going to push it under the rug because, you know, we don't want to go through these things or we don't want everybody to know these things or we got to hide it because, you know, it's none of nobody else's business. But it is somebody's business. It's my business. I want to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? I want, I, want to, I want to shed light on the situation. I want answers for myself. But nobody can support those answers, you know? Or... Oh, we're not close. You're not close to such and such. Or why you don't talk to this person? Well, why they don't talk to me? Why do I have to talk to them? I'm, you know, you're my parent. Why are you telling me to talk to people? Why can't they call your child? It's their responsibility. They older than me, right? I don't have to care. Like, you know, for me, I feel like family is who you make family. Family to me is not blood. I don't consider people who I share the same bloodline with family. That's just stupid. Half of my dad's side of family, I don't like. I don't fuck with. I don't talk to them because why? Because they fake. They two faced. They don't know how to love. My mom's side of the family, they started out real. They ended up fake. I don't talk to them either. I talk to a couple people select, and that's personal, and I take it personally. And I want them. And if they listen, if my dad's side of family listening to this, cool. Now they know. I don't fuck with y'all. If my mom's side of family listening to this, cool. That's straight. I don't fuck with y'all. Like it's just real honest, you know. Like I'm being so real right now, like. My upbringing was shit. I personally think that my upbringing was so fake and so bought. Like, I don't appreciate it. And I will never, ever, you know, to this day, like, when I raise my kids, I'm going to always be open and honest. Like, it's just hard being black and being young and being a woman 
and not understanding, you know, because you were you were told one thing, but then everybody's actions are completely different. And that's that's a big mistake that black people do all the time. They want to add in the old stuff that we've been through. Nobody cares about that. Think about your kids, man. Think about their feelings. Think about their emotions. Stop tying your life into your kid's life. It's two different generations. You can't expect your kid to understand your your generation and don't expect yourself to understand your their generation unless you ask them questions. Communicate with each other. Love your kids. Love their emotions. You know, accept their emotions. Stop calling them crazy, you know. Like, that's just, I don't know. My upbringing was just that. And that's what it is and that's what it's always going to be. But I'm grown now. I have a voice now. I learned from my mistakes that I didn't make. And I don't regret nothing. And I don't regret ever being open. I don't regret being honest. I don't regret hurting people's feelings because that's what I do. Because I'm too real. And that's just what it is. And what it always will be. So what advice, like, do you have for... Don't talk to them. You don't got to listen to your parents, man. I mean, you do to a certain extent, but you're grown. You know what I'm saying? If my mom tell me to call somebody, like, she'll say, oh, you know, did you talk to your grandparents? Or did you call your granny? What well, My granny, so the difference between me and my, my grandparents and my granny, my grandma and my grandpa, that's my mom's parents. Like, I love them to the death of me, you know? They really took care of me and my mother from day one, you know? And they have never judged me personally, but they have always taken care of my mother, and I respect them for that. My granny, that's my dad's mom. <laughs> It, it ain't, it's not the same relationship. And that's, and that's just facts. And I feel like everybody should know that. But if your parents are telling you at 24 years old who you need to call and that other family member is not calling you 50% of the time that you are supposed to call them, cut them off. They're not family. Family is family. Family going to look out for you. Family going to call you. Family going to check on you. Even if it's a text message, even if it's a birthday card in the mail, family is going to check on you. Family going to call you. Cut that person off. And if you don't have the courage to do it, you better get somebody in your family who can have, who you trust. Get somebody who you trust, you know, whether it's a friend, family member, whatever, and, and have them cut them out for you. Because, I mean, it's not worth it. Your family is who you consider family, not who your parents consider family. Your family is who shows you the true meaning of family, you know, mm-hmm. not who your parents moved you around or raised you around to be family. And that's just real. I mean, it's a lot of people who have the same last name as me. They're not my family. I don't consider them family. They're associates by association, by by blood. You're not family, you know? Like, there's no wrong in that either. And I hate people or I hate parents or grandparents or aunties and uncles who say, no, that's, you know, family is family. We always there for each other. That's bullshit. Because when it's your turn to be hurt and when it's your turn to reach out, people don't know you. They don't know your, they don't know that title family. And that's always how it is, especially in African-American families. When it's time for you to hurt and when it's time to you for you to feel pain, ain't no such thing as family. Because as soon as you reach out to somebody in your family, in your bloodline, it's everybody's mute. Everybody's quiet. But as soon as they see you get put on, as soon as they see you making dollar signs, as soon as they see you living a better lifestyle, oh, hey, cuz. Hey, what up, bro? Hey, what up, sis? No, <laughs> don't. Don't do that. But then here comes the black families trying so hard to keep things traditional. That's your cousin. That's your uncle. That's your... No, bro. It's just a title. We all the same human being. It's a title. I don't go by titles. Mm -hmm. That shit don't mean nothing to me. So my advice, cut them off. 
anybody who's toxic around you, cut them off. I don't care if y'all share the same bloodline or not. It's dogs out here killing the same dogs that came from their bloodline every day. Cut them off. That's it. Yeah, they always say blood is thicker than water, but honestly, is it though? You know, scientifically, blood is thicker than water, but, you know, in this life, water just may be a lot thicker than blood, like in my case. I mean, my blood ain't thicker than water. Look, <laughs> if you add water to blood, they're the same thing. They they both thin. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. They both running. So it don't matter. I still got things that my family don't even know about me. And that's because why? I don't have structured family. I don't have family. People in my bloodline don't ever check on me. Nobody. The only person that check on me is my mom. And my sister, you know what I'm saying? That's that's realistically the only two people in my family who say, hey, how are you doing? Hey, how are you? Hey, what you doing? Hey, you know, congratulations on this. Hey, I heard such and such say this about you. What's going on? You know, consistent checking on me, my sister and my mother. Those are the only two women in my life. And, and I don't blame my grandparents for that because they're not American. They don't really understand, you know, too much. They real old school. So I give them the benefit of the doubt. They in their, you know, their 80s and their 70s or whatever. But other than that, everybody else, forget about it. Everybody else, I don't even care about. And that's just me being real. That's me being real honest. They can sit here in my face and not tell you one thing about me. They can't tell my favorite color. They can't tell you why, what I'm hurting from. Neither can my mom and my sister. They don't know They don't know either. Even though they check up on me, they don't know the real me. You know. And everybody claims and everybody talks about how, oh, Kayla's this, Kayla's that, Kayla's crazy. No, it's because y'all don't know me. Y'all don't accept my hurt, my pain. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got... People in my family who know certain situations that happened to me as a kid and still allow the same motherfucker to stay in the family. And I quote that family. But if you was really family and you was really part of the bloodline and you was really who you say you was, we wouldn't even be having this type of conversation. We wouldn't even have to. I would never have to say, damn, motherfucker's still in my family, but he did this to me. But y'all was so hurt, right? We would never even have that. That conversation wouldn't even know, never came about. I wouldn't feel like a nobody, you know what I'm saying? And that's the problem, too. Black people study trying to hide shit. Black people don't know how to listen to their kids. Black people don't know how to accept their kids' hurt. Black people don't know that their kids will not turn out how they plan it to be. All that calling your kids' names and, and yelling and doing all this extra shit, you're supposed to su support your kids' emotions and their feelings. And it's okay if things happen, but you're supposed to support your child. Stand behind your child, always. And that's what black people lack. They don't know how to support each other. They don't know how to communicate with their kids. They don't know how to understand that their kids are different human beings. We're, we're human beings, but we have different hearts. They all might look the same. They all might be similar, but we all have different hearts. We all have different feelings. And black people don't understand everybody is different in their own way. And their kids is not the same as them or not the same as their niggas or not the same as their brothers or their sisters. Black people love to put similarities on their children and it's not the same you can't you can't do it and that's that's the problem to all my black kids out there who feel different or who feel like they outspoken just keep riding on yourself just keep believing in what you what you feel and how you feel and validate that shit because if you feel like you don't want to call your your uh your grandma who you know didn't do shit for you but do shit for everybody else everybody else kids just like my dad mom do she do shit for everybody else kids but don't do shit for me validate that just like it's shit that's going on in your family and you feel like you don't want to fuck with a person because they did such and such to your mom or they did such and such to whoever you consider, you know, your family. Validate that shit. Stop being scared. Y'all black people, stop being scared. We have so much power in this world. 
and we don't get taught properly because of the the parents that we have or because of the family that we, you know, that we so-called used to trust, but is now fake, validate that shit. Be so real because black power and black excellence is so important. And young families and color families, whether you black, half white, mixed, half Hispanic, half black, validate that shit. And that's just real. That is so real. Like your kids, teach your kids how to validate their feelings, their emotions, and their facts. Because black people have so much potential and so much deep history that if you give your kid just some type of support, allow them to know that a voice is real, you'll watch them grow into a whole completely new person. Yeah. And we need more more people like them in this world. Well-educated. Just with a voice, period. With a voice. I hate people who say like, "Oh, Kayla, yeah, you know, you, you got it, you got this, you got that." No, bro, I worked. (laughs) I worked. I don't care what nobody says. I worked for everything, bro. I worked. I literally worked. My car, the money that I have, the money that I didn't have. Yes, I could say to this day. Now I can rely on my parents sometimes to have me when I fall. But when we was both falling together, my parents don't know half of the crap that I go through or half of the crap that I went through. And that's because I can't open up to them. And that's the choice they cho- they chose to make when I was younger. I know for a fact that I cannot open up to my parents and tell them what's really going on inside my head. Because I'm going to just get called different names and my feelings are going to go le- toward left because it's not traditional to them. And that's cool. I already forgave and forgot that. But I just know for a fact that... I can rely on them now, 2022. Now, if I fall, I can rely on them at least 70% to have me and to hold me now. But that's not how my upbringing was always. I mean, you know, my mom working two to three jobs, never there. My dad, in and out, you know, he he decided to come in at a certain point and stay there. and And I applaud him for that. But when he was out, he was out or he was in and out. And I don't applaud him for that part. And I don't think it's fair. But everybody has their own life. They have their own story to tell. So I'm not going to ha- hold him to that now. But that's why we have the relationship that we have now. Because of everything that he didn't adjust to or everything that he didn't accept in the past, his karma is now. And I'm not doing that purposely. It's not intentionally. It's just how it is. And I can't help that. But I don't have, I didn't have, I don't have everything because of my parents. I have everything because of me. And that's just me being real honest. Like I hate people who think that my upbringing was so perfect just because of the just because of what they see on the outside but nobody really knows like what's on the inside of me you know like I went through shit for real for real like with myself like I have my own demons that I had to face myself that my parents still don't know about today I went through shit in relationships that my parents can't even speak of and probably wouldn't even know how to speak of but I can't bring that shit up you know what I'm saying like I can't bring that shit up with them and I feel like that's how a lot of black households are like their kids are fighting themselves so much mentally and emotionally that by the time they older, it's way too late. And they pay, they're not getting heard when they're younger. And that's a problem. It's always a problem. But for the most part, I mean, I can't say, like, I did learn a lot from my upbringing. Like, because I, I, I feel like I, I had both of best worlds. Like, I had, like, I had time to really, like, find myself as a person who I didn't want to be. And then, you know, from the streets, you know, and then I also had time to realize, you know, how I wanted to grow and who I and who I didn't want to become either. Because 
Like, and when I mean, like, from the streets, I don't mean, like, I was, you know, I, I'm not saying that I was out there, you know, in the street streets. You know, no. What I mean when I say that is, is I had to adapt by by teaching myself a lot of things in the streets. Like, from the relationships that I had, from, you know, seeing poverty, from seeing other things that I wasn't experienced with or that I necessarily didn't grow up with. Like, you know, I had to see my friends who got raised in the projects, you know go through worse things than me for me to open my eyes and realize like dang my upbringing really was was decent you know like my upbringing really wasn't that bad but like it wasn't physically that bad you know what I'm saying like but it was mentally and emotionally still bad for me and I feel like that's also another thing that people don't realize too like just because you don't grow up in the projects or you don't grow up without food or you grow up like in the trenches or in the hood you know just because of you don't go through those particular things, you're not supposed to have any issues or, you know, you know, your upbringing is considered perfect, but it's really not because I feel like, you know, physical trauma or physical, you know, bullshit that you go through with your family is just as bad as mental and emotional bullshit because, you know, Regardless of what you go through, you learn from that stuff and you take that stuff with you when you get older. And I feel like for me, it wasn't anything about physicality or anything about real, you know, I wouldn't say I didn't have, I don't have physical trauma because I do. Right. But what I'm saying is my mental and my emotional structure was fucked up and I could have definitely been a better person had I had the proper emotional and mental upbringing and I'm not blaming nobody for not providing that to me because at a certain age your kids are you know at at some point they're still responsible for how they are and I'm not saying that my parents or my mother didn't provide me with no fuck that they didn't provide me with a proper emotional or mental structure and they could have done a lot better, but to this day, like looking back on it now at 24 years old, I'm not blaming them for not being able to do that because they also were raised a certain way. You know what I'm saying? But I am saying that it starts with your parents and that's what black people do lack. And I feel like it's a common thing to not focus on how their kids feel emotionally and mentally about their brain because they don't give a fuck. That's the problem. Black parents don't give a fuck. They may say they do, but they definitely have a bad way of showing that they do. And I was brought up pretty like mixed because my my dad was he's really rough. You know, he provides tough love. He's all about the streets. He's all about money. You know, he's all about just that aspect. And my mom is all about, you know, love and forgiveness. And, and, And you would think that those two tie together. But when you're getting them in the wrong way. It fucks you up. That is the problem that I have. And that is what I had to realize. Like I am mentally, emotionally fucked up and I have to cope with it by myself now at 24 compared to it, how we should have coped with it as a family. We, we should have had conversations. We should have talked about certain things. And I feel like African-Americans do not talk in their household. They yell, they scream, they, you know, they focus so much on trying to look better than this person or look better than their cousin down the street or their cousin in a different state, like that they don't focus on their kids. They don't focus on, hey, we need to sit down and have family time. And I feel like 
you know, now that I know I don't want that for my kids, I can sit here and sit down with my kids and say, hey, how are you? How are you doing? Let's talk about it. I can really focus on when my kid is hurting. I can focus on knowing the signs of my kid hurting. I can focus on the different structures that my kids will have. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay to talk about drugs, sex, money, you know, all that shit with my kids. I'm okay with allowing my kids to say, hey, mom, you fucked up or you, you know, not in that language, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm okay with my kids telling me I messed up and that they're not okay with how I acted as a parent. So we can have these conversations. So I have a, a chance to say, baby, I'm sorry. You know, you're right. Because, you know, kids see more than you see. You know what I'm saying? They feel because they're the next generation. You know, they have a mind of their own. You know what I'm saying? And, and I feel like us as African-Americans, we just need to do better. We need to structure our children better because times like this, when they're 24, they may not like me. I, I'm okay with, well, I'm, 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 I'm getting there, but I'm bettering my mental health. I'm bettering my emotional health. But had I had these conversations and I had a voice and my parents allowed me to communicate and actually believe what I say, I wouldn't have to be doing it at 24. I wouldn't have to be still struggling to find me at 24. I wouldn't be changing who I am at 24 because I'm not satisfied with it because they were never satisfied with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, or they were never satisfied where they was. And that's a problem. We need to do better as African-Americans in this fucking world. We need to do better in structuring our kids and allowing them boy or girl, girl or boy, whatever the fuck they want to be. They want to be both genders. Fuck it. Okay, let's go. I'm riding with you. They want to be gay. Fuck it. I'm riding with you. They want to be, you know, you know, they want to be the the nerd on the block. Fuck it. I'm riding with you. You know, they want to tell you what happened with Uncle John. And, you know, when they was four years old, I believe you. You know, they want to tell you that they don't like such and such and they don't want to talk with them because they get a vibe that they don't fucking like. Fuck it. We don't got to fuck with them. That's how you need to ride for your kids. Also, though, explain to your kids that their voice matters and that their feelings are validated any day because then they will not have issues validating their own feelings when they really feel and they won't doubt themselves when they're older. And that's important. I feel like black people lack that so much. I forgive my parents for everything that they do, you know, because now 24 years old, they do for me now, but I needed it back then. I don't need it now. I appreciate it now, but I needed it when I was, you know, five, six, 15, 16, you know, 18, 19, still, you know, I, I needed it then. I don't need it now. Now I'm me. You know what I'm saying? I'm real. And that's, and that may hurt a lot of people, you know, but at the end of the day, I don't care because I'm me and I know what my voice is as a black woman. I know what my voice is. We need to do better. We have to do better. And that goes for all minorities. That don't even just go to, for black people because it's Hispanics out here who, who do the same shit, you know, they don't care. Not saying that they don't care you know, 100%, but they don't show it to their kids. And that's a problem, you know? Anyways, thank y'all for listening. This was my truth. Um, This was me, 100%. Couldn't give y'all any less. Go check us out. If you haven't already listened to the rest of our episodes, feel free to just, you know, comment, hit us up, Messenger. If you have Facebook, Instagram, Prideful Convo Podcast. We are here every single Tuesday dropping podcasts. We are back on a structure. We are back on a movement. Thank y'all for listening. Chrissy had to leave to go get our daughter, but we are here. Like I said, thank y'all. Love y'all. Peace.